This is the Jaguars Broadcast Week Interview Podcast presented by TIAA Bank, and it's Friday, December 30th. It's Week 17 in the National Football League. I'm J.P. Shadrick with the best of the week from Jags Radio, Jaguars.com, and all our social channels, Jaguars Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. We have reaction to the move into first place and a look ahead to this week's game against the Texans, and yes, a peek forward to the winner-take-all showdown against the Titans in Week 18. Thanks for listening on Jaguars.com through the podcast link at the top of the homepage or on the official Jaguars podcast network. That's on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you download your podcasts. We love feedback, of course, so leave us a comment and a five-star rating. Let's begin with last week's results. The Jaguars beat the Jets on Thursday Night Football. The Titans then lost to the Texans on Christmas Eve. That all moved the Jaguars into first place in the AFC South, and we discussed it all Monday afternoon on Jaguars Happy Hour Radio. Pete Prisco and Tony Baselli, happy Monday, and the Jaguars are in first place in the division. Pete, they've done it. They have walked down the Tennessee Titans. It's pretty amazing. I gotta, hey, I gotta give Tony Baselli credit. He called it a while ago. I, can, I mean, I, I didn't think it was gonna happen, and uh, I get look. He's been wrong many, 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 <laughs> many times, but we gotta give him credit for that one because he was right about that one. Pete, I've never been wrong. You know that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Kind of like your uh, your draft predictions and uh, picking quarterbacks in the first round. I, I've never been wrong. Yeah, I don't think I've ever been wrong in the first year. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I have. Time or two. We've all been wrong. Yeah. Christian Ponder. Yeah. I had Josh, Josh Allen that gates them all, though. That's, uh, that's fair. Yeah, no. Listen, the Jags are playing good football. And in this league, when you have a good head coach and you have a franchise quarterback, it covers a lot of sins. And head coach is, is great. He's been great all year, in my opinion. He's an outstanding play caller. And the quarterback is playing like a top five quarterback. I mean, he's that good right now. And, and every, what, what happens when your quarterback is playing at that high of a level, everyone rallies around you. Everyone else gets better. And that's what this team's doing. And this is it's the, it's a, it's a, it's not a great football team, but it's a good football team right now. It's a good football team. And in, in this league, where there's not very many great teams this year, there's more parity than ever, it feels like. And you have a Tennessee Titan team that's – I don't think they're going to win again. They're not very good. They're beat up, beat to hell. Quarterback's, the quarterback's gone. I'm playing a backup quarterback. Yep. It, look, Jacksonville has no business not winning the division now. None. It's theirs. It should be theirs. If they don't win it, it's the curse of the Titans again. Period. Pete, Pete if, if I were to tell you – I would have told you eight weeks ago that you have to be Davis Mills and Malik uh, Willis. Willis. Willis is his name. Willis. Uh, I, I almost said Malik Henry, the old Florida State quarterback, but Malik uh, Willis to be to go to the playoffs. You would have laughed at me. Yeah, yeah, I would have. But but think about it though. Okay, let's just say for the sake of the argument, Lamar Jackson's iffy when he's coming back. You don't know when he's coming back yet, or if he'll stay in when he comes back. What if you you have to beat Davis Mills, Malik Willis, and then Tyler Huntley in the first round of the postseason. I mean, are you serious with that? So, look, the Texans are playing better. I, I give Lovey Smith credit. His team's playing better. They're playing tougher, harder. They were. The Titans are bad right now. It's a bad team. 
But that's not going to be an easy game this week. Here's the question. You don't need it. You really don't. The only reason you would need that is in the chance that there was a tie between Tennessee and Jacksonville. That's the only way right. you would need that game. Right. And yeah, has Jacksonville not- ever had a tie? No. No. I don't think so. I mean, no. You're right about the overall record to get to the playoffs. But I think this game is important to stay hot. I, I agree from that standpoint. I'm with you. I'd play. I go play. Yeah, you got to go play it. I mean, yeah. this team's not good enough to rest people. No. I mean, you got to go. No, you got to go win the game. This team beat you before. You're better than they are. And yes, Lovey Smith has him playing well. And he had, he's a very good defensive. He's going to keep it low scoring, he's going to keep it tight. Um, but this is a, it's a big opportunity. Like, because to me, it's. It's not this game doesn't matter as much in the playoffs outside some like crazy stuff for, for the wild card possibly, but what it does is it, it establishes going into the next year who's the best team in the division. Like you, you, may, you, you win these next two, and you basically tell the rest of the division like, hey, play for second place because we are the best team in this division. We're the best quarterback. We got the best head coach. We'll add more. We'll add more talent in the offseason. You make a statement, and the statement needs to be made. You beat the Texans, you beat the Titans. Jaguars Happy Hour on Monday airs 4 to 6 p.m. on 1010XL AM, Jaguars.com, and the Jaguars social media channels, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Now let's hear from the quarterback Wednesday. Trevor Lawrence, in his weekly press conference, discussed the Jaguars' offense so far. They're ranked sixth in the NFL in total offense entering Week 17, and he was asked if this is the offense and the play that he envisioned earlier in the season. You obviously see yourself having success and doing well and, um, you know, being the player that I know that I could be. And, you know, like you said, obviously took a little longer maybe than I wanted at times and some setbacks and all those things. But, I mean, it all kind of shaped into the player I'm becoming. And, and that's the thing. We can't act like we've arrived, though, because we, we, we still haven't clinched anything. We still haven't made the playoffs. You know, we have two games left to to continue to prove who we are and to put one foot in front of the next and to just keep stacking these games. So we can't look too far ahead and say this is the team we are now. You know, we have to do it every week. You're only as good as what you can do every Sunday. So, I mean, that's really for us, it's just about being consistent, continuing to do this. And that's what great teams win, win these games, games that you got to win, you win them. And that's what we're trying to become as a great team. And, and I think we're on our way, but um, we got to keep doing this consistently. And I got to keep doing it too as, a, as the quarterback. Um, and as a player on this team, like it's all about consistency. And you know, I've played, I've played well the past month or whatever it is. But I got to keep doing that. Especially, you want to make a run in the playoffs. You want to go deep in the playoffs. Then you got to do that even more so. So I mean, that's the, how I'm looking at it as week to week. And I think our team has matured a lot as the season's gone on. And we've had a lot of ups and downs. I think I've talked about that little stretch where we were losing a lot in a row, and then now we've kind of bounced back. So we, I think, we understand more, you know, how to win, how to handle those emotions and how to just move on to the next week. I think we've done a great job of that. So that's the challenge every week, and especially this this point in the year, you got to flip the page and, and just take it week to week. Doug said earlier today that this point in the season, you know, trying not to look ahead, that's where you really need your leaders to step up. Where do you kind of see your place in that, just helping the team's focus stay on Houston? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just, I mean, honestly, the guys have been been great this week. Just haven't, there's not much conversation about next week and, and what's to come and all that. Each week will take care of itself. You know, you gotta you gotta take care of business, one week at a time. That's that's the message. And um, I mean, more than anything, regardless of 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 you know who who we're playing, what game it is, how many games we have left. Like like I said, it's an opportunity to keep this momentum that we have. We're playing 
playing really good team ball or playing complimentary, putting together a great game. So why would you want to why would you want to jeopardize that at this point in our season? And we're kind of hitting our stride. Like this is just another opportunity to keep doing that and to keep playing great together and um, and to get another win, obviously against a good team. So that's the mindset for us. And I know the guys believe that. And and our mindset is let's not let's not lose any more this season. I mean that's that's what we got in front of us. It's kind of what we have to do if we want to get to where we want to be. So um, that's the mindset, and uh, I think that's kind of what it has to be. And in order to do that, you got to win. You know, you got to go one to know every week, and that's been the message this whole season and you know it's 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 working for us so we just gotta keep doing that. It seems like you guys are snapping a streak every week now at this point, whether it's twenty in a row to NFC teams or you know fourteen in a row on the road, that kind of thing. Is that as much a sign of like a culture change going on here as it is, you know, just better football being played? I think it's both, you know, I think it's just yeah, I mean I think it's that's a great it's a great step in the right direction to, to break things like that. Obviously, you never want those to be there in the first place, those those bad streaks. But, you know, for us to be able to not – I mean, we haven't, we don't talk about that stuff. That's not something we think about. We don't go into a game like, oh, you know, we haven't won a road game in however long. Like That's not something we think about. It's just I think when you're so focused on your job and putting one f- foot in front of the next and just building your – coach talks about building your part of the wall. And I think that's what everyone's been able to do this year keep focusing on your job and things are going to come together. And I think everyone's been able to do that even when things weren't going great. Everyone just kept focusing on their job. No one pointed the finger. And I think that's kind of the result of that. And in every game we go into, you know, we have that confidence we can we can win it and we can beat anybody. And you've seen that this season. Um, so I think it, it is. It's part of the culture change and just the mindset of this team is is has been awesome. It's really been cool to be a part of and just to see that confidence really just build and build every week and to be a part of it and be in the middle of it it's been it's been really cool and you can feel it and I'm sure you guys feel it too and when you watch the games and so yeah I mean I think it's the culture changing it's playing good ball it's having having really good players it's it's all those things I think guys are playing well at the right time it's it's all that the full Trevor Lawrence press conference available on jaguars.com in a moment an inside look at the Houston Texans plus head coach Doug Peterson's approach to playing the starters this week at NRG Stadium all that after this Jags fans, fill your wallet with one debit card that screams Duval exclusively from TIAA Bank. The Jacksonville Jaguars Visa Debit Card comes with a fierce look and fantastic features so you can pay with pride wherever you go. And it's yours free when you open a Yield Pledge checking account. Up your financial game today. Visit a financial center near you or find us at TIAABank.com slash JagsCard. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSP, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Welcome back to the Jaguars Broadcast Weekend Review Podcast presented by TIAA Bank. Limited tickets remain for the Week 18 winner-take-all showdown between the Tennessee Titans and the Jacksonville Jaguars for the AFC South title. Visit jaguars.com or call 904-633-2000. Game time and game day will be announced by the league following the results of Week 17. Let's move now to the Houston Texans this week. Texans TV host and writer Drew Doherty joined Brian Sexton and John Osher on Jags Drive Time Wednesday morning for an inside look at the Houston Texans and who are the players keeping the Texans fighting this late in a lost season. Yeah, for sure. And it's it's definitely the defense because you just mentioned it before the break. You know, eight takeaways the last three games. They're plus six in turnover differential in those last three games. I mean, they were minus six on the season going into that that uh, Cowboys game, and then they come out of it 
you know, on Tuesday after getting all that 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 uh, that flurry of takeaways and they're plus two and they're, you know, they're kind of on their way back up. That had been one of the few things that a Lovey Smith defense and a Lovey Smith football team had done well last year. They were actually positive um, in takeaway or turnover differential, despite what the record was. So they've been getting the ball back. They've been getting the ball away. And then this wacky two quarterback system, which I've never really seen work as successfully as this has. And you can't, can't really say it's too successful because they're one and two since they've started doing it. But it just gives teams a different thing that they've got to prepare for with Jeff Driscoll, who you guys know a little bit about, um, you know, a little bit of a time there at Florida. But it's mainly been the takeaways and then just kind of a, a different offense with the two uh, two QB system and some really good special teams plays. I mean, there at the end of the Titans game uh, on Saturday, they down a punt inside the five, and that made it tough on Malik Willis. You know, he's still learning the game as a rookie quarterback. So kind of those three things. But like you said, the defense getting the takeaways mainly. Uh, dig down a little bit offensively for me. What uh, When this team's moving the ball – what mm-hmm. can they do? Meaning the Texans. Well, it's that's what that's what it is. They move the ball. You know, they're not going to hit you with quick strike stuff and end a drive after two or three plays. I mean, it's going to be a methodical thing, uh, which works, which is good. Um, but you're going to get some runs when you know when when Damian Pierce is not on the field because his season's done. He's on the injured reserve. But you're going to get a, a kind of a committee of guys: Dario Gumbawale, Royce Freeman. Last weekend, he got you about three yards per carry. Whether you needed one yard, whether you needed 10 yards, it's kind of like the old Walt Garrison joke for the the Cowboys in the 60s. But it's just one of those offenses that they'll utilize the tight ends, and it'll be a different tight end each week. You know, last week it was Brevin Jordan coming up with a big pass. Jordan Akins has been the most consistent of the tight ends, and he's kind of had his best season as a professional. He was drafted in 2018. So... It's one of those type of things. And now they've sprinkled back in Brandon Cooks. He was out for about a month. He had he went on the field. So he caught a touchdown pass late in that game on Saturday. So they're getting help from all different types, but there's nobody they're feeding. There's no DeAndre Hopkins, clearly, on this team. There's no Andre Johnson. There's no Arian Foster now that Damian Pierce is on the, on the sidelines. So it's kind of a, a group effort. And it's starting at quarterback, a group effort at quarterback. Hey, Drew, let's flip it over to the defensive side. Every time I looked up the other day, Jonathan Grenard was in the quarterback's face. Yeah. So where else is pressure coming from or plays coming from on the defensive side of the ball? Because there's not the Jadavian Clowney and the J.J. Watt over there that used to wreck game plans. It looks like that's by committee also. Yeah, quiet giant in the middle is Malik Collins. He's a defensive tackle. You know, when the Texans were at their very, very worst this season, it's been a bad season. You, You have a dozen losses. It's been a bad year. But when they were at their worst, at their lowest, they were getting smoked on the ground. And that's when he was out. He was injured early on in the Raiders game right after the bye and missed about two, three, four games. And the Texans just had no answer for anybody on the ground. He's back. He's playing really, really well. And he's getting after the quarterback. He's plugging things up in the middle. You know, Lovey Smith said in the offseason, this guy's the engine of our defense. He's the three-technique defensive tackle, and he's been playing really, really well. But also guys getting some pressure, some some guys who have, are pretty long in the tooth, like Jerry Hughes, he's got eight sacks. You got Mario Addison, he'll contribute a little bit. He was inactive last Saturday, but he's he's had some, some games. He led the Bills in sacks last year up in Buffalo. So you're getting it from all over. And then also in the front seven, Christian Harris, 
the rookie linebacker, you guys didn't see him the first time around. He's he's playing lights out and just keeps getting better each game. Jags Drive Time, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday mornings on Jaguars.com and the Jaguars social media channels, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Let's wrap the week with the Doug Peterson Show from Thursday and head coach Doug Peterson's approach to this week against the Texans with the division on the line next week against the Titans. The task at hand this week, the Texans, then it's on to the Titans. What's the challenge of, of keeping the team focused on the task this week first? That's just it, keeping the team focused. Um, you know, obviously, um, you know, we understand what this team did to us the first time around, week five. You know, it was a 13-6 ball game. And, and um, you know, I also got to remind our team that we're, we're different. We're a better football team now, you know, here in the month of December than we were in week five. And and uh, so, you know, you're hoping that things go a little bit better this time around. But, you know, the, the biggest challenge is to keep guys focused on this week, not looking into next week. And, and uh, you know, it's a good football team and a team that is kind of dangerous, you know, because they're not playing for anything. And, and uh, you know, I had to remind the team uh, of just a year ago how, how you know, they, they spoiled the hopes of a Indianapolis Colts team that came in here and, you know, lost a football game to miss out on the postseason. So, these are these are must wins for us. Uh, team understands that. There's a sense of urgency, and and uh, guys are focused and ready to go. You know, a lot of people may wonder what the approach was going to be this week, just because you know the the game has meaning from the standpoint of if you end up in a tie in the last game of the regular season, okay, then this is a tiebreaker and it means something. But would you rest players this week or would you not? And having said that, when you met the team for the very first time after all of this is known, what was the first thing that you said to your football team? First thing I said is this is a this is a must win and and you know we're we're going in with every healthy body that we can and and you know um, I, you know and and for me too it's this is this is a different situation a little bit from the standpoint of we can get to five hundred right eight and eight uh, with a chance to put us at nine and eight you know at the end of the season so that's a winning record um, you know I, I think of the history of the Jaguars and and Shad and in his history and track record here recently and and he hasn't had too many of these. Uh, you know, winning seasons, and and so for me, it's it's a little more a little more motivation that way, and and um, you know, I I want the guys to understand just uh, how meaningful and how powerful and impactful that is to set this program on a path that year in and year out we expect to win and and have winning seasons you know uh, moving forward and this is a division opponent that's had there's a consecutive game streak going on I mean those are things you want to change when you're talking about changing the culture exactly exactly and and those are things that I've I've reminded the the team of and uh you know it's just it's you're changing the culture around here and and the guys understand that and we're putting ourselves on a on a path that you know we Hopefully we win, you know, a lot more, uh, you know, games, regular season games as the years go on. But two, we expect to win. That's the that's the challenging thing now with this football team is is getting them to believe and getting them to believe and and, and really the expectation that we're going into every football game, no matter who we play, it's kind of that faceless opponent, uh, so to speak, that we expect to win. And and um, the guys believe that. And, um, you know, we have to understand just the impact of that in, in, in games like this. Whether, whether they mean something or not to the outside world, you know, to us, they got to mean something. Head coach Doug Peterson with us. Let's talk about a couple key injuries now and the, the changes since those. And Cam Robinson is out, obviously, so Walker Little stepped in there at left tackle. Last week, though, DeJuan Smoot goes down with an Achilles injury. 
What are the plans for that spot, and how has Walker Little played at left tackle so far? Yeah, Walker stepped in last week, did a nice job uh, in that game. You know, started off a touch rough, but but really settled in and did some did some nice things. And and uh, you know, he's the type of player we saw back in training camp where the more reps he gets, right, the more practice time he he becomes a better football player. And so we're excited about his his opportunity and his growth right now. And and really, it kind of gives us sort of uh, an insight to who he is, you know, as a football player. And, and we're, we're excited about that. And then on the defensive side, it's unfortunate with Smoot and, you know, losing a great pass rusher. You lose some of that that presence of the pass rush, you know, with him and, and what he's uh, uh, been able to do this season. But, you know, I, I, I think a guy like, like Josh Allen, you know, is going to have to really step up now and get Trayvon Walker back, you know, and get him in the fold. And, you know, Caleb on chase is going to take more meaningful reps now on defense as opposed to special teams. And, you know, it, it's just it, – it's Arden Key is going to be a big factor in there. And then, you know, we've got a young Deshaun Dixon who, whether or not he's up or not, is going to have to, you know, be ready to go, um, you know, in these, these coming weeks because, you know, with a guy like Smoot, we've, we've lost some pass rush and, and, and now it's going to have to get spread out amongst, uh, amongst the troops. The Doug Peterson Show airs Thursday at 5 o'clock on the Jaguars radio network and the archive now on the Jaguars social media channels, of course. That will do it for this week. We're on the air in Jacksonville Sunday at 10 o'clock with the Public Stalegate Show. At noon, it's countdown to kickoff on the Jaguars radio network. Kickoff for the Week 17 matchup set for 1 o'clock Eastern from NRG Stadium in Houston as the Texans host the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars. Happy New Year. Enjoy the weekend and thanks for listening. I'm JP Shadrick. We'll catch you next week on the Jaguars Broadcast Weekend Review Podcast presented by TIAA Bank.